Hey friends, welcome to our digital space. On This Girl Life, we're trying to figure life out. And there's no better way to do that than with your best friend by your side. So join us each week as we bring on experts to help us navigate This Girl Life. All right, here are your hosts, Whitney and Kristen. This is the big one, Kristen. It's episode 35. Woo! I feel like 35 is... um, a big number for some. 35 reason. is the year that my mom had me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big number. Big right. number. Episode 35. Welcome, guys. We're happy you're here and you're back and you're listening. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're talking with a medium who does psychic work, which is how I have now learned to talk about these things. Isn't because that like I, guys. The, isn't that the same what? thing? Isn't that the same thing? Well, she said she was a, she was a medium ship. She said something about that. I don't know, guys. I'm learning so much. Let me just start there. I knew nothing about this space, and you learn a lot today. So I hope that I could have, I could bring some of those dumb questions, and Whitney can bring the more intelligent questions and just t- totally break it down for you. Yeah, this is honestly a really fun podcast. I, I, I'm obsessed with it. And she shares. Um, we also talk about crystals, and she shares some of her favorite crystals just for someone wanting to start. So fun. It's all in the show notes. Check it out. Um, and on the website, we're going to have resources for you guys. Yeah. So we're going to obviously, you'll hear that in just a minute. But I wanted, Kristen, I know you just got your box. We have some really fun TGL mugs, inspired mugs for you guys. Yeah. I want to drink and we are, them. <laughs> we're going to be gifting them to listeners who review us. Rate us, subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a review. And if you do it and let us know, then we're going to send you guys shit. Yep. Easy as that. So easy. And these are, oh gosh, they're just so stinking cute. Um, and my favorite one. My favorite says killing it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love the clear one. You know how you were saying you love a good clear mug? I wasn't sure. And then when I got it in my hand, I was like, yes, a good clear mug is epic. They're so good. Yeah. So, again, you can check them out on our stories, but all you have to do is go right below, scroll all the way to the bottom on this iTunes, if you're on iTunes, and leave us a review, and then DM us that. Just show us that you did it. Boom. That's it. We'll send you a mug. Yep. They're so cute. So And if you're one of the first ones, then you can probably have your pick. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) if you wait too long, you might not get your top pick, guys, but we're going to do this all the time, so just keep doing it. Yeah. All right, let's get into our favorite segment because I'm pumped about this. Yay and nay. It's yay and nay with Wit and Kay. Me too. This oh, one is. Oh, shit. What? Sorry. What? I was talking over the shit. Oh. <laughs> <That's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> this one is really fun because it's Thanksgiving edition. Yeah, we thought it would be really fun to talk about our yay and nay of Thanksgiving dinner. So oh. I guess it doesn't have to be food related, it could be like yay and nay if something fabulous happens always during dinner or something I don't know and you know what I feel like a lot of people are like oh Thanksgiving let's just go to Christmas I for one love Thanksgiving I do too we need to be more thankful in our lives it's not just about the food right I freaking love it it's like we always have a really big group of people because we invite people that don't have family like in town so if it's just like a couple or a couple and like their kids and they don't want to go home so I think this year we're having like over 20 and it's such a mismatch of people, but it's going to be so dang fun. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's really, I've had no family one year and I came and it was so <laughs> fun. It's just like, it's like you don't even miss your own family. <laughs> Gets a little rowdy, drink yes. a lot of wine. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, what's your yay for Thanksgiving? Yay and nay. Okay, my yay is obviously I do love the food, but I love my mom and I cook together like we cook everything together and Blakely loves to cook and bake now and so she's already taking part like we've already yeah we've already baked pumpkin pies together all the time like she this year is going to really be involved and so again it's just so special to be able to like cook with my mom and have that bond Um, and then we have killer food at the end that is my favorite part of Thanksgiving that's so fun yeah my yay is food related. Okay. I my yay is every single side. <laughs> like, I can get down on some turkey, but my mom makes homemade gravy. So you pretty much pour homemade gravy on anything: sweet potatoes, green beans, corn casserole, asparagus. I don't care. 
corn casserole. That's oh. I got it. So tell me about your tell me about your what is it? Is it what is it called? It's not casserole. Corn casserole. I'm thinking well, like what's the so side the stuffing? Is, oh, stuffing. Yeah. My home, mom home makes stuffing. I don't love stuffing because sometimes I think it gets mushy. But my mother in law makes corn casserole, and so I make it when we go home to my parents for Thanksgiving. So Adam has like a little something from his family. Mm-hmm. What's the corn casserole? It's literally just canned corn with cream cheese and butter and like Tabasco sauce (laughs) and you like mix it all together and you bake it and then you crumble Ritz crackers on top so the Ritz get like crispy. (laughs) Guys, I could eat the whole thing. It's Do you not shit your pants because you're dairy free? (laughs) Don't hang out with Kristen Uh, after Thanksgiving, you guys. (laughs) It's so good though. I yeah, anything with Ritz crackers and crackers and cheese, cream cheese, and butter, <laughs> and butter. Wow, guys, so good. If you want it, DM me and I'll send you the for reals. Kristen, we're no listen. Kristen's put, we're putting the recipe up on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Slide but, into my DMs, guys. We'll put it on Insta stories. It'll yeah, be great. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, what is your nay of Thanksgiving? My nay of Thanksgiving is the dishes. Girl, you took mine. It is, ugh. <laughs> I hate it. It started with our Friendsgiving. It took me three hours the following morning to clean up dishes. And then at my mom's house, we have all these people. And her rule is, like, we don't start cleaning up while people are here. Like, people are here to enjoy and celebrate. And, like, if you start cleaning up, people start feeling bad and, like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like two years ago because we go every other year two years ago everyone got like pretty intoxicated and didn't leave our house until midnight my dad adam and i were up until 3 a.m doing dishes that's nuts like we were by 3 a.m barely even speaking to each other we were all so sober and like (laughs) just washing wine (laughs) i see okay Here's something let's talk about. I don't like to be wasteful, but I'm about to promote Oriental Trading right now. Um, If you guys don't – again, it may be too late for Thanksgiving, but my sister works for Oriental Trading. She just did a Friendsgiving. Literally has the best, cutest products. She did the whole Friendsgiving with their like – their wear, and you can throw out their plateware. Oh, my gosh. You can throw it away. It literally looked like – I'm trying to think of whatever, like Martha Stewart, like spread of everything because it's such good stuff. So check out Oriental Trading. Um, they have amazing deals. And I guess Thanksgiving's coming up. So like they'll have a ton of good deals for Christmas. Yeah, totally. Yes. So Yeah, it's just brutal. It's the worst it part. Is. Yeah. Okay, so I know part. I took yours, but what's your – do you have another nay? Okay, I think my other nay is I – so – if I don't work out on Thanksgiving, I feel extremely guilty and bad. Like I ha- – it's a thing. I know. I have to work out on Thanksgiving or I have to work out like the day before and make sure it's like a killer workout. It just like makes me feel better. So I guess it's like if I don't – my nay is if I don't get a workout in, someone's <laughs> going <laughs> to – someone's going to get punched in the face. <laughs> hey, I get it. Yeah. So that might be my nay. If it's not the dishes, it's like, it's that. So. Yeah, it is kind of an indulgent holiday. It is. And yeah, you know, I just have to, I have to be aware. So. Yeah. Anyways. A little self-care. little self-care over the holiday. Super excited though. Kristen and I are going to be in town together and we're going to be doing some recording and yeah, it's going to be good. Some photos. Some photos. Some good content. <laughs> so we want to get in. Let's jump in right now to Courtney, the modern day median um, psychic. What is the medium? She's psychic. Happy She's a medium. Thanksgiving, guys. We hope you enjoy all your turkey and all your sides and all your family. Happy Thanksgiving from TGL. We are so excited. We were just chatting before and we're, we're just ecstatic. Today we have the modern psychic on with us, Courtney. She is so neat, so cool what she does. I'm pumped, so welcome to TGL. 
Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited, girls. So can you introduce yourself to our listeners and kind of tell us, yeah, what you do? Sure. So I am known as the modern day psychic. Um, Let me give a little bit of background on why I'm called that because everyone always asks me why I'm called the modern day psychic. I have a really unique and modern approach to being a psychic. I think that a lot of people associate being a psychic to kind of like tarot cards and crystal balls and, uh, you know, psychic fairs. And so I really try to stand out from that and try to separate myself because I'm very different um, in terms of just the way that I work and the way that I connect. So um, I am a psychic medium. Uh, That is why people come to me. I am a psychic medium. I also do crystal therapy and energy work. So my sessions are very unique in, in that my clients get sort of a full experience with crystal therapy, readings, um, and energy work. So I do definitely a, um, a unique combination of work. Yeah. It, I think you're totally right because so many people automatically think like, teen witch like back in the day like the little like psychic like lady she goes to like I feel like that's a at least that's always what I kind of (laughs) think like crystal balls but it's so much more than that it really is so much more than that it really is I mean I was just in a hotel not that long ago in Orlando and next door to my hotel was a psychic shop like with those big flashy signs and I'm like of course it's so ironic that I'm next door to this <laughs> but it's so they're definitely out there so so for me who I'm gonna just lay it out there I'm probably more skeptical than Whitney because I just have no idea about it and so I'm so excited to have you on because I'm like let's learn I want to learn all about it and what you do because mm-hmm. my only knowledge of it is those people that you see like with the big shiny crystal ball. So I'm just curious, like, when do you know that you can do this? Like, how old were you? How did this, how does it come to you? Like, how, where does that start? Yeah, good question. Oh, I love this question. Um, Cause I think that I, I always knew that I was different. I always knew that I was gifted. Um, I think that I always knew that I had information that other people didn't. And so I always felt very different from other people. Um, I had this little boy who used to follow me and, and this is, <laughs> oh my gosh, this will probably totally freak you out. But I used to have this <laughs> little boy guide. Actually, he still is one of my guides. He followed me everywhere and I would see him and I didn't know when I was younger if he was real or if he was fake. And that was kind of a whole interesting thing in itself. Um, I got as I got older, um, I actually had a fellow medium. And this was sort of my turning point. Uh, This was about 10 years ago. I had a fellow medium come up to me and say, why aren't you using those your gifts? There's a little boy that's following you. Why are you not listening to him? And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that he's real. Like, he's he's real. I'm not just seeing him. And I actually found out that he is um, the little boy that my mom miscarried. And so when I found that out and I started working with him and started addressing him in a different way, it was really neat um, to be able to work with him because now he's the one who gives me so many messages to pass along to you guys when I'm reading you. So it was a really cool moment um, growing up and kind of getting that feedback from someone, a stranger, to just know that that was sort of real and it wasn't all in my head. And so I think that that was sort of the moment that I really knew that I needed to start trusting my gifts and really put faith in it. How old were you when that happened? Um, so I always saw this little boy, this was about 10 years ago. So in my early or my teens, this is my teens, when I was about 20 years old, um, I had, yes, I had like the fellow medium come up to me and say, you need to, you need to work on this. And so that's when everything sort of changed. I actually was a publicist in, in the entertainment industry. I had was out in LA and New York city and I was, really in a different space. And then I kind of had this aha moment and and realized that I needed to do more and that I wasn't living in an authentic space. And it really, it was a life-changing moment for me. It really was. Oh, for sure. Sounds like it. I believe a hundred percent like in, and Kristen and I, I can't remember what episode, the Halloween episode. Like I fully believe in this because I feel like I 
I'm not like you, but I feel like I've had these moments to where I like can feel energy or like I've felt like my grandparents who I was like highly, you know, so connected to. But it's just so weird when you say that, like my mom lost a little boy too. And so when you say that immediately, I'm just like, I don't know, it gave me goosebumps. I was like, oh my gosh. I have to. I have to say to you, your grandmother is around you so, so, so much. This is your grandmother on your mom's side. Um, she's around you like crazy. Oh, really? That's interesting. I love her. <laughs> I was, um, you, know, you know, it's funny as I was closer to, I mean, I was close to her 100%, but I was mm-hmm. actually closer her, to her husband, like my, my granddad. He was like my best friend. So we took care of him a lot, but... Yeah. Interesting. I think that there's a lot of messages that need to come out there. So maybe we need to tap into that sometime. <laughs> I would love that. Our next podcast is like a full session. Yeah. yeah. No, I would love that because I. Speaking of. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. I just am like so into it. I would love to watch it. <laughs> Speaking of your sessions, how, how do you do that? Like, how do you do what you just did? Like, does it take, is it all the time? Does it take like Whitney and you like chatting and really sitting down and getting to know each other like how do you tap into someone and read them and connect with them and what's Mm -hmm. that process like Mm -hmm. so I actually connect best with people over the phone and people always ask me like oh my gosh isn't that crazy like can you really read energy that way and I actually prefer not to have any body language in front of me um because it kind of screws around with the energy when I'm reading you. And so I actually really like just having your voice. I don't use tools. I just listen to my guides. I connect with your guides. And it's literally, it sounds so simple, but that's just it. And I just listen to the messages that are coming through. Um, And then I pass them along to you. So most of the conversation is me talking (laughs) and you just listening and just going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I'm just spitting information out. So that's kind of what a session with me looks like. Um, I do. Yeah, I have to say I do most of the talking. (laughs) Spirit Spirit just gets into this role and then we just keep, we just spit out all these messages. So I don't really know where they come from sometimes. I'm always kind of blown away, um, you know, about what comes through and what comes, you know, what's coming out of my mouth. Like I still blow myself away. (laughs) (laughs) Just like shocked. I love that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So how can what you do with, um, I mean, every aspect of what you do, like help people in the healing aspect. So maybe someone with like emotional trauma. Um, How can all these things that you do help? Yeah. So Definitely, especially in the anxiety space, I get a lot of people who have anxiety and really suffer from depression and who are going through, you know, breakups and are going through um, big transitions in their life. I, You know, it's really interesting is that I think that people who have gotten to the place where they've decided, okay, enough is enough. I don't want to feel this way anymore. I think that that's at the point. That's the point where they come to me and they say, I don't want to be in this situation anymore. I need help and I need answers. And so I, I incorporate again, a system where my guides give me messages on, maybe it's that you need to change your job. Maybe it's that you aren't in the job anymore that is fulfilling. Maybe there's people around you that are bringing you down. Um, and those messages come from spirit. And then I always give you a, like I call it a, a regimen. I prescribe you um, crystals based on kind of where you're at and they help for different things. And so I get you to use crystals and then we tweak them as you go. And so those are really healing too. I mean, crystals are a huge part of the healing process. Yeah. Um, so I really, they can, you know, this process can be used for, emotional, the physical space. I mean, we hold, for example, our weight. I get a lot of women who come to me about their weight and are, we carry our weight in our stomach area Mm -hmm. and right. We carry our weight in our stomach area emotionally. And so when we tap into our confidence and we work on our securities and we work on our relationships with other people, all of that stuff, once we work on some of that, people always go, oh, I'm kind of, I'm losing some of this weight. It's coming off. It's like just coming off like butter, I always say, mm-hmm. <laughs> because we, it's, we hold our emotional stuff yeah. in our body. Mm-hmm. And so it really, you know, I think that's something that I always kind of work through with people too. Yeah. I'm totally cool. like, let's dive into this because I heard you talk about, obviously you, I, you're into chakra 
Mm-hmm. Like, and um, I know that for different things going on in your body, like you're talking about, you hold weight maybe in your stomach or this or that. So can you talk a little bit about people's chakras and like maybe explain because I don't think a lot of people understand. And then how – yeah, Kristen's like, um, <laughs> can you explain it to me? <laughs> and then maybe like what you see. Um, for example, like when I'm emotional – I like feel it in my throat or like if something like is bothering mm-hmm. me, if I'm like super anxious, like what that means. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. So uh, the, the throat chakra area that highlights for me a lot. So that's a highlights is blue for me. That's a blue area. So oftentimes I'll prescribe and give blue stones. Uh, so like sodalite or, um, I'm trying to think of another one. Sodalite's a big one that I really use. Um, um, I God, I'm trying. I need sodalite Yeah, so right now. I love sodalite. <laughs> Definitely, it's a truth-spilling stone. And so it's one that really gets you to start kind of spilling things and bring things up. And so I really, really, really like that stone. It's one that I give to people a lot in the workspace too when they are struggling to communicate with like coworkers or like managers. So that's really, it's really helpful stone. Um, so the throat area, and a lot of times people will get sore throats often, or they'll have thyroid issues. And what it means when that, yeah, when it, when it's blocked, when it's blocked, it means that we need to start using our voice. We need to be speaking up. There's conversations that we need to be having and we need to be working and focusing on that space. So I'd ask you, what conversations do you need to be having with yourself? And what conversations do you need to be having with other people around you? And I can tell you this. We were big advocates of therapy, myself included. But like for a long time, I had – I'm such an anxious person. And there's – for me, like things that happened in my past that I've just like held on to, been ashamed of, like when I was younger and little. And like I didn't speak those for a long time. And I'm just now in my 30s, like finally addressing those, speaking those, addressing them. Um, And I think like I truthfully believe like my thyroid issue is like exactly what you're talking about. Like the shame, anxiety, the stress of my body, like it all has to do with that. So when – I don't know. It's just so – I would even take that like one step further is like before you got on for the last like 40 minutes, we've been having like kind of an awkward conversation about like us, Mm -hmm. you know, like we were chatting and she was bringing up stuff with me that she like wanted to talk to me about, you know, and like we're both not great with like confronting each other about things. And like, I feel like when you said like things that need to be said, like that just happened. That just happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. 20 minutes ago. I mean, we love each other guys. Don't like, (laughs) we're making it sound. (laughs) We're breaking up. (laughs) We're breaking up. No, but that's just interesting that you said that, that like Mm -hmm. it literally just happened. We just had like a conversation about things. So, so I definitely think, you know, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> I really think that that's definitely why that that area gets blocked. And I think, too, another point that I like to kind of point out is that when we're not doing, when we're not taking care of ourselves, I call it spiritual intervention. Spirit will sort of step in to give you little scares. And so a lot of times I'll see people who don't focus on this area, maybe they'll get, they'll have a scare, like a a lung cancer scare. They'll have like a little bit of a lump or something. And then they'll, they'll go, Oh my gosh, I need to get this looked at. There's times where people come to me and I'll go, okay, you're getting slowed down for a reason. What's going on. You really need to stop and look at yourself. Cause these are the chakras are energy centers. Just like when, for example, um, our, um, third eye chakra if you're getting a lot of headaches or a lot of migraines, for example, I got a lot of migraines and headaches before I started really tapping into my gifts. And it's because I needed to focus on being intuitive and focus on using my talents. And so all of us are intuitive. You said this earlier, we're all intuitive. We all have our own gifts. I mean, we decide if we want to use them and tap into them. We decide if we don't want to use them. And so you know, some people are really afraid of them and some people are really skeptical and, and scared. And a lot of people are really afraid of seeing spirit. And I totally get that. Like, I totally get that. Yeah. And I think that a big part of what I do is introducing you to your spirit team and making you comfortable so that you aren't afraid to work with them because they can be like, they're my besties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want them to be your besties too. See, so. I'm not afraid of it. And I'm curious. I'm like, like, so how like how could I connect with my spirit guide? Like I I'm curious, you know? Like yeah. Can I back you up before what? you answer that? 
like the precursor to Whitney's question. So how do you connect with it? But like, how do we even know we have one, let alone connect with them? Like, I'd like you to even take us back further than like ultimately connecting. Like, okay. start it from someone who has no idea what that means. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So first off, I take you through the process of what I call acknowledge and release. And so I need you to sit with, I get, we go through sort of all the messy stuff first. We get you to acknowledge everything that's been going on in your space that doesn't feel good. So we go through all of your spaces, your workspace, we go through your social space, we go through your finance space, we go through all all of your different spaces in your in your life and we see what's going on what areas do we need to clear what's the the past trauma what is stuff from your past life um and so it's really important to look at sort of all of the soul contracts what are the things because everything i say is based on lessons and karma and i describe this whole healing process as life is a map and we're gonna hit detours we're gonna hit accidents along the way and that's just part of life and we can continue to detour ourselves if we don't focus on healing and we don't, don't focus on acknowledging the pain that we have, the the things that we need to clear. If we don't work on doing that, we're going to continue to delay ourselves. So maybe it means that you're, you're not getting that job you want because you're not working on healing yourself. Maybe it means that you're not getting a relationship and you feel like you're going to be alone forever, but maybe you didn't heal, you know, a relationship that was painful with your dad. And so maybe that's hovering over you. And so we start, that's where I start when I do my work with you is that I, I get you to really sit in a lot of the messy stuff. And then from there, we do, we go through a process of sort of releasing all of that. And, and part of that, the tools that I give um, is I get you to start being really good at talking aloud. So I just want you to start having conversations out loud. Two, there's two parts that if you have someone in spirit that you like to connect with or that's theirs, so a grandparent or a friend that's passed or anyone that's there, start just having conversations with them about your day. So maybe it's today was a really crappy day and, and just vent, you know, oh my God, this happened. I just want you to start letting things out and getting familiar with, with just releasing everything that comes up and sort of becoming friends with your pain. Really, that's what I want you to do. And so that is the first step in sort of meeting your spirit team and sort of getting familiar with them is to just start talking out loud. You'll get the feedback. And I, I you know, I'd love to talk about numbers and sort of the value validation that we get because I think that we get a lot of validation once we start asking for the support so a lot of people start seeing numbers like 111 or we see 222 or whatever those numbers we start getting validation once we start asking for help so to better answer your question I think that if we go and we start with you know speaking out loud having conversations talking to just you don't even need to be talking to someone directly out loud just have conversations with yourself and I know it sounds a little funny to just say talk to yourself but if you're in your car you're just you know doing your thing at home just start talking to yourself and it'll become more familiar that's a really really good place to start I love that I also think that's like I mean just like so much of what we do at least for myself is like hold it internally right like we hold all of our thoughts, like everything. Sometimes I feel like it just builds up, right? Like you're a water bottle and just like builds up. And so I like, I feel like that's a great tip. I know for someone like me who has anxiety, verbally speaking it is like so freeing, you know? There's so much mm-hmm. freedom in like speaking whatever it is you might need to speak. So I'm a huge fan of that. <laughs> and I, you know, I'll give you a tip that I, you know, once that anxiety comes up and while you're doing, you know, speaking out loud and as, you know, you get triggered, I want you to vis- stop, close your eyes and visualize whatever's triggering you and slam a door in its face. It sounds super harsh, but it is my favorite tool that I give to my clients. People love it. It is super helpful to kind of break that energy up yeah. when you're in that moment. Yeah. Visualization then some visualization work. Oh my God, totally. Yeah. (laughs) Kristen, how are you feeling about this right now? I'm just like learning so much. I don't want to say I'm, I'm not a skeptic. That's not at all. But I feel like you touched on it earlier. Like some people don't want to think about it. Like I don't necessarily, like we were had a Halloween episode. Like I don't want to think about like my dead grandpa. Like, Mm -hmm. and so maybe that is obviously something that I have to work through, but like, I don't like to go there. I much prefer like the happy on this side world. And that's obviously something I have to 
work out in my own head. But I just am so I just love hearing you talk about it because it's something I know nothing about. And I'm just very curious, which is why I was so excited that you were here to just like talk about it and bring light to it and tell people about it. Because I think it there is something is a just, lot of people like you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a ton of people like you. There's a ton of people like you who, you know, have no interest or little interest or are afraid or, you know, are not sure if they want to connect with this person. And then on the other side, there's a lot of people who have no answers and they don't understand why this happened or don't understand how something happened. Um, And so that is really helpful for some people. I think that the people who are are looking for answers, um, those are the people who really like to connect um, in, in, in terms of mediumship so Mm -hmm. absolutely I totally understand where you're coming from and I've I've been there too even no even considering what I do and and being so gifted I I was there at one point you know I was there girl yeah (laughs) I'm kind of that girl that you know like doesn't want to look at her bank account because it there's money in it if you don't look at it and there's not money in it if you don't look you know like oh my god (laughs) a freaking men totally get it like I'm that person you know so it's like if I just don't think about it it's just not there and I can just live right here and I just you know so, so that funny. is where I'm coming at it. I don't want you to think I'm like, I don't believe you. Cause I do. I just like have never really let myself go there. Well, how, how do you engage with skeptics? Cause like, I'm sure you get it on Instagram. You're on Instagram and you, you're very active on there. Like, how do you handle kind of like the haters, the skeptics? You know, I think that I just, I've gotten to the point where I'll, I'll, you know, like anything, I used to take it personally. How could I not, right? I, I used to take okay. it personally. Um, I'll give you a story that kind of sums it up. <laughs> I was, so a long time ago, I was headhunted by one of the biggest psychic networks. This was a long time ago. And so I was working on this line and I had a new caller call me and she was calling me to ask about her relationship. She was super convinced that she was going to get married, that this was going to be long term. And I saw something completely different. My guides were telling me that she needed to be completely careful because I saw abuse. I was seeing her and like I saw him in jail and I saw her in a hospital and I was wow. very worried about her. It was very graphic. It was very vivid. And I was very certain about this message. And so obviously, I didn't say that in those words. But I, I had said to her, you know, I'm very concerned about you. I Please listen. Please listen as I go through this. She hung up on me, left me the worst review. And I had it was the it was one of the hardest things for me because I was worried about her. It was less right. about being right or wrong. It was that I was worried about her. Um, but I so during that process, I had to put up a wall and just go, OK, it wasn't about me. It wasn't about me. I did what I had to do. I, I gave the messages that were delivered to me and, and I I answered my calling. I answered my truth and I passed it along. Um, She had called me a year later and said, do you remember me? And I said, of course, it was very painful for me too. And I said, how are you? And she said, you were right. I ended up black and blue and he ended up um, in jail charges for assault. And um, she says, I'm so sorry that I was a skeptic and I didn't believe you in that, you know, in that moment. And so there are those skeptics and, and it's hard for me too. It, it absolutely is when, and cause that's all I want is for you t- to be able to understand the message. But that's the other thing is that some people aren't ready to take the messages either. Yeah, for sure. Right. So how do you separate you? I was just and like, mm, yeah, right like, <laughs> like looking at Whitney and being like, Oh my gosh, I can see your grandmother. Like, how do you not just tell everyone everything you see? Oh goodness. Well, um, I do. <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, I'm actually known to stop people in public. <laughs> I was say, it's hard for you when you see people that have trauma and you're like, hey, I feel like I should tell you this. But it's also like some people are probably like, that's none of your business. Like yeah. stranger in Starbucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, but- no, I, I, I'm very careful about the messages I deliver. Um, usually I try to ha- deliver happy messages <laughs> when something comes up. My guides are pretty good now. They're like, I've, I've worked with them so much that they, they really deliver the messages that I need to, to give at the time that they need to be given. And so I think like when I go to New York City for work, I'm like, oh my God, I literally need to take a nap an hour into walking around because I pick up so many people around me. And yeah. so that is a challenge that I'll always have. But you're right. I see I see everyone at soul level when I'm walking around. So it is really challenging 
for me. But I am known to stop people with some some happy messages. And I have. Oh, my gosh. I have stories Good. on stories. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's fun. Some people yeah. look at me like I'm crazy. And then some people are like, oh, my gosh, bowing down to me. So it's always a hit or miss. <laughs> do you – besides my grandmother, do you have any other feelings you're picking up for either of us? Oh. <sighs> I know, you know and put you on the spot. Sorry. I know you <laughs> are putting me on the spot. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, Maybe you don't. Maybe I do, we're not. I feel like well, I do. I do. I'm getting a lot, but at the same time, I'm it's I'm almost feeling like I want I want to do this individually. I'll tell you why. When I have too much energy in the room, mm-hmm. I can't separate it. And so you oh. both of your energies are I'm kind of I can't separate your energies as much as I want to. Well, so we're very similar people. Like we're very <laughs> close and we're like so, does that yeah. play into it? Yeah. Um, it does, but it doesn't. It's just that when I have – it's same with I don't do group readings or I don't do – like when I call someone and I'm on the phone with them, I don't like when there's another person in the room just because there's there's so much energy. Yeah. I like to literally have only one person because I get so much stuff. Yeah. So much comes through that I'm really like – I have to just focus on one person. Because again, I don't use tools. I'm not here with cards. I really am just literally listening to what's coming through and then just spitting it out. Yeah. I want to do a session with both of you girls though. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm for real. (laughs) Yeah. It would be fun. I'm all about it. It I would – I don't know how Kristen feels, but I'm like – I'm I'm so curious. Yeah. Um, Let's go back really quick to talk about – like the New York City. So all the weight, all that you experience, what's some self-love, some self-care that you do on the regular just to help yourself? Yeah. So I have a lot of dance parties in my living room. <laughs> nice. Um, so that's definitely self-care for me is I've always – I'm a dancer. So dance is a big part of my life. Um, definitely journaling is a really big thing. One of my favorite techniques and, and um, tools I give to people – and then a lot of people do the whole gratitude thing and the gratitude exercises. And it's so important because I truly believe that gratitude is everything. One of the tools that I give um, to people that I use myself is that at the end of the day, I always write down one thing that I'm really grateful for from that day specifically. And one thing that I would go back and change from the day, why would I change it and how would I change it? And so it really keeps me sort of in check um, and accountable. I think that I spend a lot of time trying to just be mindful and in the moment because I spend so much time um, being in the spirit world. And I mm-hmm. actually had someone say that to me, Courtney, you spend so much time in the spirit world, come back to earth. Like, And I'm like, <laughs> you're right, I have to center myself. So um, I do, I, I spend a lot of time sort of journaling myself, trying to connect to nature, of course, when it's not winter and freezing. Yeah. Um, and so I think that those are important tools. Again, I really talk to myself out loud. I think that that is my biggest self-care where I'm just like, okay, today I'm going to love myself. And I'm just talking to myself and having conversations. I think that that's really important. But I think that people need to have something that they go to because I always talk about meditation and how meditation is really hard and really difficult. And I can't because I'm too energetic and bubbly. So I always talk about how we need to have a creative space. And so our creative space and our self-care space can look the same, right? Our, Our meditative space um, can look like dance. It can look like a hobby. As long as you're going into something and you're going into it with an intent, I just want you to do it and, and just go into something and just have fun and let yourself go. So really people get intimidated too by meditation and I don't want people to get in- intimidated by it because it really can be simple. Mm-hmm. I agree, but it is intimidating for sure. Cause it's hard to like sit in your own thoughts and yeah. then like try to clear those thoughts. It's not easy. At least for me. No. Yeah. It, <laughs> I want it's to not little... easy at all. You're right. <laughs> so some of some people's only experience with, you know, mediums and psychics are the famous ones. So like Hollywood medium or the lady that's on Bravo that has the short hair from New Jersey. What are your thoughts <laughs> on them? Yeah. <laughs> are they legit? So Teresa Caputo, that's so funny. I I adore her. I've seen her a couple of times. I yeah. think she's awesome. Um, I have a very different style than the other mediums do. Um, it's actually funny because I've actually been working on some TV stuff. So stay tuned. It's very Ooh. exciting. Stay yes. tuned. Yes, girl. Um, yeah. So I'm very excited. Um, I love both of them. I think that they're – I Tyler Henry uh, blows me away. I think he is absolutely amazing at what he does. He has a very 
very we're very similar in our styles and that he goes into it not knowing anything about the person he just goes in and listens to his guides he doesn't use tools he just really passes along messages that people need um so it's a very different I mean I think that we all have our own unique style and, and I think that we all I mean I I truly believe that they are legit I I love both of them I think that they're both great they're both unique I think that they're both super unique in what they do yeah. for sure definitely I'm sure it's interesting you you definitely do have your own style everyone handles it so differently I I will say out of all of them Tyler does like blow me away like mm-hmm. you, even just like watching him on TV I mean yeah. it's just yeah so that you know I I I appreciate it. Like, I think it's so, I don't know. I know some of our listeners are going to be, oh my gosh. But like, honestly, what you do is, to me, there is, we, the, the, the level of like our world and the spirit world are just like right here. They mm-hmm. truly are. They're like side by side, blended over. Like people don't want to realize it, want to talk about it, whatever. But I truly believe like we, we have people spirits whatever around us all the time and Mm -hmm. so like you said it's it's really hard for people to like hear that or whatever but I don't know for me like being in the field of healthcare and and nursing there's just been like I don't know I just I believe in um like I don't know I personally can like feel that energy and feel just like the what I need to feel as a nurse. And sometimes I'm such an empath, it's too much. Like I have to talk to my therapist about it. Like it's too – like all the energy I can feel, like it's just too much. And I just can't even like deal with it. Oh, I have such chills right now. It's crazy. Um, Because one of the things that I'm so, so, so passionate about is – the fact that we can bring sort of the scientific tested and true approaches and mesh it with the science, with the spiritual approaches. And that that's what's happening now. And it's really interesting because Reiki and crystal therapy, it's, it's becoming a part of treatments in, in Mm -hmm. hospitals. It is becoming, it's really funny. My mom called me the other day and it was the funniest thing. She's like, Oh my God, you're not going to believe this. I had to take my crystals out of my bra because that's what I get people to do is to wear crystals in their bra. They need to be touching your skin. Yeah. I know. So funny. I love um, so Me she too. was like, so she was getting ready for her x-ray or whatever. She was going for an MRI or an x-ray. And I guess the, the girl, the nurse that was there said, do you have any crystals on you? Because they need to be taken taken out and I guess she yeah. she had just explained that they had just done a chorus saying that they had to need they needed to check for a couple things apple watches and crystals were a part of it yeah and because people are wearing them now and I just got so I was emotional I was like that is amazing because crystals really do work and people are using them for holistic medical reasons people aren't just saying oh they're pretty to look at because they are they are as pretty they, as they are to look at they really do work mm-hmm. for so many things and so I love that you said that because I think that we're definitely incorporating a lot of sort of the spiritual world into what we do today. And Mm -hmm. the spiritual space cured, I I say not cured, but it it healed my dad. My dad had a brain aneurysm six years ago um, and he he wasn't going to wake up. He was they had said that he was going to pass and he he, I, we had brought something, someone in to do Reiki on him and he ended up waking up. He ended up doing so well with his healing. And so that obviously really helps. And I also had found a dime in the middle of the floor, which my grandfather leaves me as signs. We talked about signs earlier. Yeah. My, my grandfather left me a dime in the middle of the emergency hallway. Literally oh it's clear. And he just left me a dime when, the, after the doctors had said that he was, my dad was not going to wake up. And so oh, I'm like, wow. I go to everyone and I'm like, dad's going to wake up. Don't worry. It's fine. We got yeah. this. No one believed me, but my dad pulled through six years later. He's here. Wow, so I truly believe bad. that spirit definitely stepped in that night and I was really grateful. So yeah. it definitely, it works. Wow. Mm, I love That's it. Awesome. All too. right. Real quick, before we jump into yay and nay, I want to know your top three crystals. If people like want to start trying something that's good just overall crystal to just maybe center you like what are a couple of your favorites okay so three of my top stones are black tourmaline so black tourmaline protects you from negative energy and i think we i mean we all have negative energy around us so let's be real that is definitely <laughs> a stone that i give everyone it's a staple so that is a really good stone to kind of create a bubble around you to protect you so black tourmaline two rose quartz 
Um, that's a popular one that a lot of people know about already. It's the love stone. It's really good for not only your relationships, your romantic relationships, but your relationship with yourself. So really good for encouraging self-care um, and really helping your even your intimacy space, your, um, your helping with your sexual space. Like it's really, really, really good for sort of everything that's connected to your love and romance space. Okay, so that's really another one. Um, and then amethyst it's the healing stone i love amethyst a really good tip for that stone is you want to look for the darkest purple or the deepest purple you can find the more potent it is um so that's a tip for amethyst but it's really good for anyone who's suffering from anxiety depression um it really, really, really helps. I also give it to kids when I work with kids. I work with a lot of teens and children. And it's it's so gentle that I even give it to them. So it's really good for sleep as well. So it's a it's an overall healing stone. It's another staple that I think that everyone should use. I love this. Cool. And when before we get off, I'm gonna get I wanna ask you like the best places to to find the stones, the ones you love. We'll link it all for our listeners, for my own self. I'm gonna go and buy a bunch. I, I, it's something I've been wanting to incorporate in our house and just with me. So I'm going to get those from you guys and then let our listeners share them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for sure, for sure. I love that. Perfect. All right, Courtney, one thing we do on TGL is we do yay and nay with Wit and K, which is our favorite segment where we talk about one thing that we're currently loving and one thing that we're not loving so much. Oh gosh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is this a silly thing or is this a serious thing? Can be whatever you want. What? Yeah, whatever. Like if you hated your Starbucks in the morning, it sucked. It could be uh, that. Okay. Or if well, you I hate, had a, you know, I had, a, I had a poutine earlier, and I have to say, poutine is my like weakness. <laughs> So I have to say that I'm like literally obsessed. I had a poutine earlier and also my iced coffee. I'm obsessed. So those are the things that probably the top two things that I love is my poutine and my iced coffee. I'm so Canadian. Definitely so Canadian. <laughs> that sounds okay. so good right now. <laughs> oh, so good. What is your nay? Like what are you just not having right now? Oh my God, the spider that was just in my house. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> having the spider that just made a home in my house. I am terrified of spiders. And so, um, yeah, I was like having a little bit of a heart attack before I jumped onto this podcast with you guys. <laughs> I had to try and kill the spider. So that is definitely my big uh, nay. Currently. You were so funny. You would burn the house down. Yeah. <laughs> right? It was huge. Oh, that's the worst. I know. Okay. Something else. Kristen and I have been best friends since junior high, and we adore each other. We get the best advice from each other. Um, So we always ask, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received from your best friend? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, I think the best advice that my best friend has ever given me is that it's okay to walk the journey alone. I think that I have a lot of friends that live kind of everywhere. My best friend lives in Toronto. She's not here. Um, And so we're five hours away. We're long distance. (laughs) We're in a long distance relationship. And so that's really tough. And so I think, you know, the best advice she's ever given to me is, you know, it's okay to walk this journey, this spiritual path alone. It's, it's, it's daunting and it's lonely and that's okay. And so it's advice that I've actually passed forward to my clients because when we are going through the healing journey and we're going through the, you know, we're walking this path where we're, it feels hard and it feels scary as much as we have support. It does feel lonely and that's okay. It's okay to be going through this alone. We have to sit with ourselves. We have to get to know ourselves. We have to become best friends with ourselves. And so I think that that that's the best advice that she's ever given me. And it felt okay to not be alone because I, it took a long time to for me to love myself and for myself to be comfortable being alone. And so I think that that's the best advice she's ever given to me. Yeah, I think that's needed. I think so many of us mm-hmm. can't sit with ourselves. I mean, mm-hmm. literally you watch Friends and Rachel like can't eat alone, you know, or mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like it's everywhere. Like it's just a common mm-hmm. theme. And I think we like try to make light in it, of it. But I think that it really is like – I know for a fact with myself, taking this back to what you do, that for me, someone that struggles with anxiety so much, sometimes like I have to have like the TV on, I have to have something on. So I'm not just sitting in my Mm -hmm. thoughts and in my like yuck or whatever. But I mean, exactly what you're saying, like we, we need 
it's powerful to be able to love yourself by yourself, own yourself, like just you and no one else around. So I, I love that. We were talking to a guest that we're having on in a couple, in a little while. And she was talking about how one of her least favorite phrases is no bad days, because Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to have a bad day. And like, sure, we don't want bad days for 365 days a year, but sometimes it's really important to have those bad days and to sit in that yuck and to figure it out and to get through it and to move through it and deal with it and deal with the trauma and like really figure out the best way to move through it. Because I think in those moments and in those loneliness and in alone time is when you really do learn about yourself and what you need and who you need and like all of that important stuff. And I, I don't think you can do that in the presence of others and in the presence of noise and chaos and all of that, you know? Uh, you're so right. You're so right. You know, the healing process is, is a hard one. It really is. But you know, it, it doesn't matter. We have the support around us. As long as we know they have the support around us, it's okay that we turn inward and mm-hmm. we do our personal work. We have to, it's the only way that we can move forward. Um, and, Otherwise, we delay ourselves. We really can delay ourselves if we're not doing that work. So it's important. It's, you know, do it now. Why are you stopping yourselves? What are you afraid of? We're so right. afraid of our thoughts. It's, you know, I think that we need to focus on what we want. What's the outcome? What are the, what are we looking forward to? And mm-hmm. so moving for, you know, moving through that. Um, yes, we do need to get through it alone. But it really, it was really powerful when she said that to me, you know, that, she, you know, that validation that she's still there. Right. But I need to be alone. Yeah, that was good advice. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Courtney, it's been so (laughs) awesome. I love it. I'm so glad you came on TGL. Thank you for hanging out with us and just sharing your wisdom. Oh, thank you so much. You girls are so fun. I had an amazing time and I'm so glad that I could fill you in on mediumship and psychic work. And I totally hope that you are a little bit more of a believer now. (laughs) I totally am. I totally forgot. Where can our listeners find you? Oh, yeah. Give us the deets. So, yeah. So you can find me at the Modern Day Psychic on Instagram and Facebook, or you can visit my website at themoderndaypsychic.com. Perfect. Hi. Yeah, well, well, thank, thank you, Courtney, for joining us. We really appreciate you your time. Thank you so much, girls.